We begin the Gemara today in the bottom of Daphnun Gimel Amit Beis, where it says, Onos the Masnisne Echidomi, four lines from the bottom. It said in the Mishnah that a Yavam and Yavama, that are relations, even Ba'inus, by force, still the mitzvah of Yibum is accomplished. So the question is, what's the scenario of an Ainus? What was the force here? So, Onos the Masnisne Echidomi, what's the case? Ilayme, if you're going to say the case is, Kesha Onsu, that Gayim are coming and forcing a Yavam to have relations with his Yavama against his will, and he has relations with her. But if the Gemara says that's not considered to be an Aynis really. Why? Because Rav says, There's no halacha of an Aynis by an Erva that a person can say that the relations happened against his will, even if he's being forced. Because in order to have relations, it has to have his intent. The erection of the Ever has to be with his intent, and therefore it's not considered to be an Aynis. There's a Machlaikas Rishayim about this. Some say that they're forcing him to have these relations, and some say they're physically forcing him. And in a case when they're physically forcing him, so so therefore it's not considered to be against his uh, will. It has to be with his intent. So over here, What's the case of the Mishnah when it says that only Ba'inis will it, uh, that, that, even Ba'inis that is, it'll be considered a mitzvah. Ella, so the Gemara says the case is Biyoshan. This person had relations with his Yivame, he was sleeping. And then, then he had uh, relations with her. In such a case, it's not, you can't say that he did a mitzvah at all and he did, did be, it would be anything. Because Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said, A person that's asleep and in such a situation he has relations with his Yivama, he's not kinder at all. Rashi here says, when a person is sleeping, he's not a bardas. Can't, you can't say that he did the mitzvah of Yivama, of Yivama, 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 Again? It's considered to be an Aynis because it happened without his das at all. It happened without him knowing while he was sleeping. It just happened. In such a case, the Gemara says he's not a Bardas. So, so there's no, it can't be did a mitzvah. Other, huh? other people forced him. Other people sleeping. was forcing him while he was sleeping. Okay, so it's Bechlal not with his, with his das. In fact, the Gemara, okay, so that's the question. So that can't be the case. So the Gemara says, Elo benitka. The case over here is that he was in one place, Rashir says, he was on a, on a, let's say on the second floor, and he, he, his, the, he was prepared for his, with his wife to have relations, and then he fell down from the, from the place where he was, and Nitka, and he, and he had relations with his Yuvama, without at all intending to, and it just happened like that, he fell down. In such a case, is, it's also not the mitzvah. Rabbi said about such a case, if a person falls down from a roof, and he has relations with a Yavama, or he fell on her, and he, or he couldn't be, he hurt her. So he says, In such a case, he would be chayiv to pay her four different things that a person is chayiv. Rashi brings, well, it says in the Gemara, Babakama, Nezek, Tsar, Ripuy, and Sheves. If a person falls from a place, and this is, a, let's say, a wind blew him down, and then you're talking about a wind, this has to be a ruach metzuyah, something that he could have expected to come, and therefore he went in such a place that it was basically, he should have paid attention to this, and he flew down, he's going to have to pay for nezek, he hurt, he hurt her, he harmed her, and tzar, ripeshev, it's going to bring about this more. Kopanim, that he has to pay, it's his responsibility. 
In such a situation where a wind blew him down from a roof and he fell onto his Yivame and he had relations with her, it's, it's not kaina. He didn't at all intend to, for this. It's, it's in such a case, it's nothing. So that's not the case of the Aynas in the Mishnah. So what's the case? Hello, the case in the Mishnah is He was preparing himself for relations with his wife. And then the Takfasa Yevimtai. It's the Yivame herself that came and forced him against his will to have relations with her. So in such a case, he, he was aware what he's doing, that he's having relations with his Yivama, even though it was against his will, but he prepared himself to have relations with his wife, and then now his Yivama forces him. This is the case the Mishnah was saying, that he's going to be kind of even by this. And then Yivama forced him, and he had relations with her. Now, that explains the case of the Mishnah, that it was against his will. It wasn't against her will. She forced him. But what's the case where it was brought before the Shnei Manus and the Be'er Abchiyah, the Gemara before quoted the Braiser, Abchiyah said that even if both their husband and the wife, the Yavam and the Yavam, they were both Aynis, hey dami, what's the case that they were both Aynis and it would be Kainet, the mitzvah is done. When he intended to be with his wife, and then after that, now Goyim came along and took him and connected him to his wife. Before, in the beginning of the Gemara, the Gemara was saying that Goyim came and forced him, Stam! Goyim came and forced him, and he had to have intent, so therefore his intent is something that he can't blame the Goyim anymore. But if you hear in this case, his, he did have intent, but his intent was to be with his wife. And then after that, the Goyim came and forced him to be together with his Yivame, in such a case, that force is considered to be an Oynes, and therefore that's the Chiddush that still the Mitzvah took effect. What's the source of this whole thing? From where do we know this? That even if it was Ba'inis, still the mitzvah is done. Tana Rabbana we learned in the Braise. Braise Darshan is the Pasik, where it says the mitzvah of Yibum. So the Pasik says, Yivama Yava Yaleha. So what do we learn from this mitzvah? That it's a mitzvah to do Yibum. Rashi says it means that you have a choice, right? Mitzvah, uh, sorry, Yibum or Chalitza. But Yibum is the, the preferred mitzvah. Dava Acher. Another pshat in what it says, Yivam that it means, Bein b'shegig, Bein b'mezid, even if it's done b'shegig, which means that he thinks it's his wife, and now he sees it's not, or it's b'mezid, just doing it biznos, or b'aynis, Bein b'ratzen, that's what we learn from this passage. The mother immediately asks, how could you have a second pshat You just said in the first pshat that you learn from Yivam that this is the preferred mitzvah. So how could you say you learn from here, Bein b'shegig, Bein b'aynis, Says the Gemara, no, really the first pshat, you don't have to learn from here. Le mitzvah, the fact that there's a preferred mitzvah to do yibom, lo it's from what the Pasuk says, if he does not want, then he do, goes and does chalitza. Ha chafitz yavim. But if he does want, he should do yibom. So from that I already see that that's the preferred mitzvah. So the Pasuk when it says, yivama yavayalel, it's coming to say, bein b'shegeg, bein b'mezid, bein b'ainis, bein b'ratzen. Tanyedach, and another b'raith, so we learn more about what you see in this Pasuk here. Also connected to the halachas that we said in the Mishnah. When it says, Yivama Yavayaleo, that a Yivama should come and have relations with his wife, Kedarka. That means in the normal, ordinary way to have relations. Then it says, Ulekocha, and he takes her. That means even Shaloi Kedarka. Even if he is having relations with her, not in the ordinary way, he's also fulfilling the mitzvah. Then the Pasuk after Yivama Yavayaleo says, V'yivma. So if we would just say V'yivim without a hey, so then I can dash it from that, Bia Goymeres Ba, 
Bia, relations, is what makes the mitzvah, that makes her his wife. But to give her kesef, money, or a star, like it is by a regular kedushin, that doesn't do any. That doesn't make the kedushin. But then it says, with an added hey, that means balkarcha. That even if it's against her will. Not only before we said, that's regarding him, but here we learn from ma even against her will. That's the conclusion of the second b'raise. Now The Gemara asks on this, it said before in the first b'raise, Dova Acha, Yivame Yavayalel, that we learn from the words Yivame Yavayalel, Bein Bishaygig Chulu, that even against his will, or even if it's Bishaygig and so on, but Vaha Pikte Lekedarka. So the question now is, but in the second Braise, it brings the very same Pasuk of Yivame Yavayalel to say that if a person has relations with his Yivame in the normal way, that it's going to be Kaina. So how could you learn from one Pasuk two different things? So the Gemara says, no, hahu, the fact that if a Yavama does the mitzvah with the Yavam in the regular way, that it's kaina, that we learn from another Pasik. Milahakim Lachiv Shem Nafke. That it says the whole point of a Yavam having relations with his Yavama is to give birth to a child, to give a name for the brother. And what do we see from that? When a person has normal relations with his Yivame, that's the potential to give birth, to be able to give a name for the brother. If it's Shalei Kedarka, he's not going to give birth, and therefore he's not going to fulfill the Lahakim Lach of Shem. So from there I learned that the, the Yibum is Kedarka. So so when it says the Pasuk, Yivame it the main thing it's coming to teach me is, Ben B'Shegeg, Ben B'Mezeg, Ben B'Aynes, Ben B'Ratzen. Even if it's B'Shegeg, and all these different scenarios regarding the Yavam, even against as well. Gufet, go back to the point before that we said, person that has relations with his Yivame when he's asleep, so then it does not take effect. Because the Pasuk says, Yavame means he comes, not that while he's asleep someone else attaches him to his wife. He has to have the Kavana that it should be L'Shem Bia. And according to Rashi, that means that he has to be in a situation where he's a Bardas. That the mitzvah could be accomplished whether he's awake, even if he's asleep. Says the Gemara, no. You have to read that b'raise, not when he's awake or asleep. He has to be awake because he's doing the mitzvah. But it's when his wife, when the Yuvama is awake, or even if she's asleep, the mitzvah is done. But there's another b'raise. There's a b'raise that clearly says, Ben Er Hu. Ben Yashan Hu, that the mitzvah is even if he's awake or even if he's asleep. So you can't say that it's talking about her. And then it says afterwards, Ben Eida He, Ben Yishayna He. So here we clearly see that he does the mitzvah even if he's asleep. And it says the Gemara, and that price that it says even if he's asleep, what it's speaking about is, Bimisnamnen. He's dozing off. He's awake, sort of, and not awake. Hechidami Misnamnen, what does that mean? Omerav Ashi, Nim Nim, he's sleeping, but he's not sleeping. Tir Tir, he's awake, but he's not awake. And that means, if they call out to this person, he answers. But he can't respond in, in, in to anything that takes thinking, the logic of something. He won't be able to answer you. But if you remind him about something and he has to say yes or no about something that you remind him about, he could answer yes or no. But not more than that. So he's sort of half awake, half asleep. That's when the Braise said that you can, if the mitzvah is done in such a situation that the mitzvah is done. Gufe, to go back to what it said before, Omar Rabbe, Rabbe said, Nofal minagag vinitka, person falls down, he's blown down from a wind, from a roof, and he falls down onto a yivame, and then, so the Braise said, so sorry, Rabbe that he said, Chayev barbo he'll be chayev to pay the four things, but it'll be yivimto 
With the Yuvame, he's not Kaina. So what are the four things he's Chayiv? Benezek, he's Chayiv to pay any Nezek if he harmed her in such a way that now her value goes down. Nezek is measured by when you sell a person in the marketplace as a slave or as a maidservant and you look at the value before this and after to see how did the value, value, her value was decreased. The Tsar, you have to pay her for the pain that he caused her, how much a person was ready to, be, to go through this pain and to be paid for that. Besheves, any loss of uh, work because of this, and biripoy, and medical bills. Those are the four things you have to pay. Usually there's a fifth thing you have to pay when you embarrass someone. There's also, the Pasek says you have to usually pay for that. But here, in such a case where a wind blew him down, he doesn't have to pay for Baishas. Why? Because the Gemara says, and this is in Baba Kameh, the whole sugi there about this, When it comes to Baishas, you only have to pay for embarrassing someone if you did it intentionally. Over it happened unintentionally, so you're not high for this. A person was intending to attach himself or to stick himself into a wall. And instead, he had relations with his Yivama, like Kana. That's, that's not a mitzvah, he's not Kaina at all, because he didn't have any Kavana to have relations with a human being. So it's, he had no Kavana for the mitzvah at all. Latiach bebehemet, have relations with a behemet, and instead it was with a Yivama, then Kana. Then he is kainah because he had uh, kavanah to have relations with something, with, not, not with a wall, but with a behemoth, it's kainah. It is a kavanah for bia, so even if it's not a bia with the yivam, it is going to be kainah. So this means, even though we said before in the Mishnah, but there has to be at least a, a, a basic kavanah l'shem bia. Then it said in the Mishnah, Echad Hama'ara, that this halacha of the mitzvah, of Yibom, and the same thing also, the Mishnah said regarding all the other Arayas, Yo'ivra and the Arayas as well, even if it's only the beginning of the act of the Bia without completing it. Amahole, so here will be a long sugya about this. What's the source of this halacha? Both Benigayat to Yivome and Benigayat to all the other Arayas, that it's even for Hara, even for the beginning of the act. So this had me nine la rominatir. What's the source for this? Shanemar. So he brings a pasik that it says by Yanida. The Isha Shiyishka Ves Isha is Dova, as Isha Dova, a woman that's a Nida, Vigila Sarvasa, and he exposes her, as Mekaira Hera. Her source he uncovered. So Hera is this halashan that's used to say that even the beginning of the act that he exposed her is already uh, Aveda. This is the source that the relations with Anida is even just Hara. This is the source regarding the Nida. Shar Arayas Minayin. From where do I know that the same applies to the other Arayas as well? That this is Hara. Chitayme. Now, if you want to say Neilif Minida, let's learn out from a Nida. But he said, Gemara says, no, there's a Chumra, you can't learn from a Nida. Why not? By Nida, there's a unique Chumra that when her husband has relations with her while she's a Nida, he becomes Tomei like her, becomes Tomei for seven days. So therefore you can't learn from them. Ella, says the Gemara, there's another source we can learn out from. Asya me'eshesach. You can learn out this halach of hara from eshesach, that a person is not allowed to have relations with his brother's wife. And over there, there's also a Pasuk where you see that it's even hara. Over there the Pasuk says, The Gemara concludes that you're not allowed because she's a nida. What does this mean? person's brother's wife is a Nida. That's why he shouldn't have relations with her. So why does the Pasuk add Nida? Ella ke Nida. The Pasuk is saying Nida 
that she, this Isser here, is compared to Nida. Ma Nida Bara. Just like by Nida the Titus says, the Isser is, even just Hara, Afeshusach Bara. So too by, by the, 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 the Erva of Eshusach, the Isser is only with Hara. So maybe we could learn from Eshusach. From Eshusach we could learn to all other Arayas that the Isser is with Hara. So here again the Gemara says there's a unique Chumre that you find by this Erva of Eshusach. Ma'ala Eshusach. Eshusach is a unique kind of Erva. She can be Yodei L'Rabbis. A person, he can add to this erva as much as he wants. If your brother marries one wife, he decides to marry a second, third, fourth, fifth wife, he marries as many wives as he wants, they all become Aser. By every erva, the erva is what it is. You can't add to it more than what it is. But the biyada, he has the option to come and marry more wives and can be more and more. The boy, If you want, you can go and marry more wives, up to a thousand wives and so on. So therefore, this is a kind of, this is a unique kind of an erva that it's in his hands and he can add more to this. So maybe there were more machmer to this kind of an erva that even hara is aser. But you can't learn out from here to other arais which are, are what, it is what it is, where you can't add more to it. <coughs> so the Gemara brings a third source. Elo We could learn this concept that the Isra of Arayis is even just with Hara from the Erva of Achaisav and Achaisem. The Chsev over there it says, the Ervas Achaisimcha, Vachais Avicha, Laisigale. And the Pasik adds, Ki es She'eiroi Hera. Your relative you uncovered. The term Hera is the source of Hara that even the beginning of the act would be Asr. So I could learn from there to all other Arayis. So again the Gemara says, from there alone you can't learn either. There's a unique chumre that you find over there, so I can refute this. When it comes to the brother of your father, the brother of your mother, this is an iser that comes on its own. So therefore, even if you could learn from here, all other arayas that are isurim that come on their own, meaning that these are natural relatives to you. So yeah, from here you can learn to those kinds of arayas. But how, that, how about those kinds of arayas that are not natural relatives to you? Those arayas that become an Issa Erva because of, through marriage or through something else that was done. So th- for those arayas, you still don't have a source that Hara would be Aser. Okay, so now we have three sources the Gemara tried to learn from. From Nida, from Eishas Ach, your brother's wife, or from Achais Av or Achais You can't learn from each one of them individually. So the Gemara now will try to learn from two together, which is always called Atzad Hashava. Says the Gemara, so now, from one of these, as we explained, we can't learn out. So Taisi Mitarti. Maybe we should learn one or all the Arayas from two together. So the Gemara says, let's see, Mahai Taisi, from which two together would we be able to learn out? Taisi Meishesach Vachaisav, Meishesach Should we learn out from Eishesach? And also from Achaisav and Achaisim. Right? So the way Atzad Shava always works is, you have a Chumreh, which is the reason you can't learn out from one, but if there's another, and they don't share the same Chumreh, so then I say the Chumreh is not anymore a refutation for this limut, because the Chumreh is not the reason for the Salacha. For Harayah, there's another case that does not have that same Chumreh, and the Halacha still applies. So then I say, instead, it's, it's the common denominator that causes the halacha. What's the common denominator here? That the Eishas Ach and Achais Av and Achais are both an erva. And by both of these arayas, the Torah says that the Isra is even by Hara. So therefore, it should apply to any other erva as well. But the Gemara says, no, I can't learn out from these two together. Because there's a Pirche that is similar by both of them. Both of these... 
These are arayis that are based on the fact that this is a relative of yours. So that's, so that's why it's Asr. But what the Rashi says, but the problem is, how would I know B'nigay to the Issa of Erva, which is not a relative? Eishish Any Eishish is Erva, and it's not anything of a relative. How would I know that there, there is the Issa even with Hara? Ella says the Gemara, so let's try another two. Teisim in Nida, Vachaisav, Vachaisem. So let's learn out from Nida together with a Chaisav and a Chaisem. So a Nida is not necessarily a relative. Any woman which is a Nida you can't uh, have relations with. And a Chaisav, a Chaisem is a, a case of a, which is a relative. So I can learn out from these two together to, to every Erve that it's also for Says the Gemara, no, there's again a Chumre that they share that refutes this limut. These two together, both the Issa of Anida and the Issa of Achaisav and Achaisem is not an Issa based on something that you did, that someone got married, but it's just an Issa that's there on its own without you doing anything. So how could I learn from here to any other Issa of Erva where there's something that you did, there was a Kedushan that was done that created the Issa of Erva. Ella says the Gemara, Taisi, let's put together another two. Minida ve'eshes och. Nida and eshes och, over here, the my parches. Here there is no perche. That they are equal in any way, that there's the same chumra by both of them that you shouldn't be able to learn out from here. A nida is a woman that's not a relative, and that's a, a erva you can learn from the, even to an eshes ish. Eshes och is a nida, which is, sorry, is a kind of an erva which is a relative, but it's also a kind of erva which is based on an action that you did, that your brother married his wife. From here I should be able to learn out to everywhere. Says the Gemara, no, there is a pircha on this as well. What's the pircha? What's unique about these two is, There's no heter for these two in the lifetime of the one that's making the sister. The nida, the nida, she's the one that makes this. She's flowing blood. While she's flowing blood, so there's no heter. And the same thing also, when you get to while your brother is alive and married to, uh, to his wife, there's no heta for this at all. So you wouldn't be able to learn out from those two to Eish Yesh The Isr, the erva of Eish is a lighter kind of an erva. Why? Because if this Eish divorces his wife, even while he's still alive, so now there's no erva anymore. So, so because it's, a, it's a, a lighter kind of Isr, so how could you learn out from these two, Nida and Eish to Eish so the Gemara asks on the, on the way this, this Pircha was asked of here, there's something that's not clear. So he says to him, How did you ask this Pircha? This, this Pircha that was just said over here, I mean, it wasn't Rav, Ravina that asked this Pircha, but Ravacha Bered Ravika asked this Pircha, he says, It doesn't make sense. Is it true that both regarding a Nida and your, your brother's wife, that in the lifetime of the one that's making the sister, there's no heter. What does that mean? But afterwards there is a heter. That's not, that's not the right way to put it. The point is different. By a nida, it all depends on the days. Meaning that if, if she saw blood, so then after that she has to wait seven days. That's when the Isra goes off. It's not uh, nothing to do with when she's alive or not alive. It has to do with the time of, of uh, seven days that she has to have, be clean without seeing any blood. 
And similar also when it comes to Eishas Ach. So what did we say? Eishas Ach, as long as your brother is still alive and married to his wife, so then she's going to be Yasa to you. But once he passes away, she'll be Muta to you. Not necessarily. It depends if he had any children. If he passes away and he had no children, then his wife becomes your Yuvam and she's Muta to you. If he had children, even when he passes away, she'll still be Yasa to you. So why are you using this Lashon over here? Ella, the Gemara says, you're right, we just have to, the Pirche is a bit different. The Pirche is as follows. What's unique about the Erva of Anida and the Erva of Eshesach is, the source of the one that's being, that's asering you, cannot, they, he doesn't have any Kayach, there's nothing that he can do. The Nida, while she's flowing blood, and, and also the, the brother, the Eishas Ach, it's not in his hands to be matter, this wife, uh, the, even if he divorces her, there's nothing he can do about it. That's the kind of erva both of these are. By an Eishas Ish, the one that's causing the Issa, because he married this woman, it's in his hands. He can decide to divorce her, and it's in his hands to take off this Issa. So therefore, it's not as strong as an erva. So the bottom line is, the Gemara just proved over here, that from any of these sources that you want to try to learn out, this Isser, that it applies even by Ara, you can't learn out from Nida alone, from Eshesach alone, from Achai Savra, Achai Seim alone, you can't learn out from any of these two together. So where is the source that Ara is a Isser, that it applies by all Arais, that even with Ara? Hello, therefore the Gemara says, it's learned from another place, from a Hekish. Omer so Rabbi Yaina says, Vitaymer Avonabereid Rav Yeshua, Omakra, the Pasik, by the end of all the Araya says, by the way, these are Psukim over here in this week's Parsha that we're learning here about, in Parsha's Achre, and also in next week's Parsha, Kedoshim. So the Pasik says, Ki kol ashayasa mikola toyevisa Anyone will do that, any, any of these abominable acts. That you're all high of Kadis. So the Torah puts it all together in one Pasik. What does this mean? Over here, after it, it, it mentions over there the Nida as well, and then it puts them all in one Pasik, so it, it compares everything to Nida. Just like regarding a Nida. The Isra of the relation with the Nidah is even with Hara, Afkal Hara. So to Kolatayevois, all of the other Arayas, including Aishish, and everything is also uh, Asr only, even that is with Hara. That's the conclusion. So this, this is what's known in the Gemara as Hakesha de Rabyaina. This is the Hakesh of Rabyaina. This was once men- mentioned here before in the Mesechta. The Gemara brought this, this Hakesh that you compare all the Arayas to one another, and this Hakesh is used for different things. Here we're using it for this, that the Isra is even just with Hara. Okay, that's the source. Now the Gemara goes back to the Psukim that I quoted before. Before we quoted a Pasik, by the Isr, by the Erva of Eishis Ach, the Torah uses the term Nida. So why does the Torah have to use there the term Nida? Before we wanted to say, it's to teach me that the Isr is even Bahara. But now we're saying we have a different source for that. So what, why is the Torah comparing Eishis Ach to a Nida? Says the Gemara, look at the Ravuna, it's the Drash of Ravuna. The Om Ravuna, Ravuna said, where do I see in the Torah a hint for a Yuvame? So the Gemara immediately explains, what does this mean? Minayin, you want to know where you have in the Torah the mitzvah of Yuvame? Haksiv, that, that's a clear pasik, Yuvame, Yovay, there's a whole parsha of Yuvame. So that's not his question. El, or rather what he was asking was, From where do I see in the Torah that your brother's wife, while your brother is still alive, that is an Isser here. Meaning, even if he divorced his wife. Even if he divorced his wife. But if he's still alive, it's us if you to marry your br- brother's wife. 
So Frechtigimare, hai svarihi. This is, you don't need a pasik for this. This is a svara. Why? Because the Torah says, La'achar misas ba'ilo sharia. Here the Torah says that only after the husband passes away and he had no children, then you're allowed to have relations with him and only then there's a mitzvah of yibun. So meklal, so don't you understand from that automatically, the b'chaye ba'ilo, that when the husband is still alive, asura, that it's forbidden, even if you divorced her. So you don't need a special pasik for that. Says the Gemara, no, not necessarily. Logically, not necessarily would you know this. Because Vidilme La'acham, he says, by law, mitzvah. Maybe what the Torah is saying is, if your brother passed away without children, so then it's a mitzvah actually to have relations with his wife. And Babachaye by law, but let's say he divorced her, and, he didn't, and so then maybe the Shus. Maybe it's allowed, even if it's not a mitzvah. Inami, or maybe I would say La'acham, he says, by law, in. After your husband passed away, uh, so then you're allowed. But but you're not allowed. But what does that mean? But this is not allowed with the Torah ever clearly says that you shouldn't have relations with her after your, your brother divorced her. So, but it's, it's only based on an assay. Because you learn it from this that it says, that when your brother passed away, so then it's a mitzvah. So from that you understand that if it not, did not pass away, so then it's not a mitzvah saseh, so then that, that's a love that comes from an assay. And that's only an assay. So therefore, over here the Torah says, that I learn from here that as follows: that is, is the wife of your brother Nida? Is she a Nida? Why does the Torah add the words Nida? Ela kin Nida. It's saying Nida, comparing it to a Nida. Ma Nida, just like a Nida. Even though later she has a heter when she becomes clean, but bishas isura bekaris at the time when when she is aser, what level of iser is it? It's a level of iser of kares. Afeshesach nami so to when it comes to eshesach avo bishayesh lahetel achamikan. Even though later, if your brother would pass away and he had no children, then there would be a heter. But bechayi baila when he's still alive and the iser is there, what kind of iser is it? Bekaris. It's iser of kares, not only an assay, but the iser is kares. That's why I had to say over there the word Nida. Now the Gemara goes back to another Pasuk that it mentioned before. The Gemara quoted before that the Titus spells out clearly by the two Arayas of Achaisav and Achaisem that the Erva is even Aser with Hara. Why does it have to say that? Lomali. Why do you need it? If we have before the Hekish of Rabbi Yaina, why does it have to mention there specifically? Says the Gemara, that's for something that teach me something completely different. This is what Ravina asked of Rav. When you have two males that have a relation with one another. And over there the relation was only with Hara, the beginning of the act. So over there, is that Asr or not? What's the din? So the Gemara says, there's no question on this. Why not? Because even by, by the relations of, of two males, the Torah writes, Mishkeve Isha. What does that mean? That we compare it to Mishkeve Isha, just like the relations with a woman. So it's the same thing. Just like we said by the relations with a woman, it's even with Hara, it should be the same with Hazachar. So why do you need a special limit for that? What's, what, what, what was this question, Bechlal? El Adagamara says the question is, The beginning of the relations of the act, when it's with a behema. Mahu over there, the question is, what's the halacha? Is that, also, is that the Isra or not? 
Amalei, so he answered him, so that over here we learn from what it says, this term of hara by Achisav and Achisem. And I say as follows, over there, when the Torah writes this term hara by the erva of Achisav and Achisem, and that's an extra pasik, it's not needed there, because you already learned it out from the Hekish of Rabbi Yaina, the Asiyah Bakesham of Rabbi Yaina, so we instead use it for hara regarding a behemoth. This is a concept you have in the Gemara many times in Ein Inyan. That the Torah writes something in one place and if it's not needed there, we use it for something totally different. Why is the Torah writing this halacha of hara regarding a behemoth by a chaysav and a Nachti, let's see. Behemah, person that has a relation with a behemah, chayvi mises bezden he. That's an isra that you chayv mises bezden for it. So my time makes sivla hara dido. Why is the Torah writing the halacha of hara that would apply for this? Gabi chayvi krisis by the case of the of the erva of a chais av or a chais aim, which is actually an erva that there's no mises bezden for, but it's only a chi of krisis. Lichtoiv gabi mises bezden. Even if the Torah is going to write it in a different place, why doesn't it write it by another mises bezden? Venel of mises bezden be mises bezden, and we would learn it out from another place, which is a mises bezden. Says the Gemara, the true, the reason is because I did the kule kral the drashasi. When the Torah writes the iser of the erva of a chais av and a chais aim, the entire pasuk is extra. As Rashi brings over here, the reason why the entire pasuk is extra is because the iser, this erva of a chais av and a chais aim, it says it in this week's parsha in parshas acharei, and then in next week's parsha in parshas kedoshim, it repeats the whole thing again. So it says it twice. So the whole pasuk is extra. So and the whole pasuk therefore is coming for a drasha, the drasha asi. So this whole pasuk is written for a drasha. So ksiv beinami ha milse le drasha. So therefore, in this pasuk, since this whole pasuk is being written for a drasha, it also wrote in this inyan of hara, which is a drasha regarding a relation with a beima. My drasha. Where do we see that that whole pasuk is extra and is being written for a drasha? The Tanya will learn in when it says in the pasuk ervas achais avicha leise gale. What this is coming to teach me is, it's an extra Pasek. Beim and Av, Beim and Aim. That's uh, the, the, the sister of your father, whether with a, being a sister, we share the same father or share the same mother. Atoim, uh, now the Braissa will explain why you need this drasha here. Atoim, you tell me that it's coming to teach me, Beim and Av, Beim and Aim. Or maybe not. Maybe if it's only a sister, with share the same father, not sharing the same mother. And Vidinu, so the Braissa says, no. I'll tell you that it's actually logical to say that it doesn't make a difference, Beimena Av and Beimena Aim, in both the cases that should be Asr. Why? Vidinu, Chayev, that you should be Chayev, because, again, Vidinu, it would make sense to compare and say as follows. Chayev Khan, Vachayev Ba Chaysay. There's the erva we're speaking about over here, which is ervas achaysa vicha, and then there's the erva of not having relations with your sister. Ma achaysay, just like when it comes to the erva of a sister, that's beimenav beimenaim. Whether she's a sister, the paternal sister, a maternal sister, in both cases it would be aser. Afkan sotu over here by the erva of achays avicha beimenav beimenaim. I would compare it to that to say that over here as well, it's both whether it's beimenav or beimenaim. It doesn't make a difference. The same thing. So that would be a reason to say why I should say that I don't make a distinction between if it's mina'av or mina'ain. Oi, or Nadab Raisa says this is not so clear, because there's another case to compare this to. Klach maybe you should compare it to something else. There's a different erva I could compare. The erva we're speaking about over here again is 
Achois Avicha. Maybe I could compare this erva of Achois Avicha to another erva, and that is Chayiv Khan. Here Achois Avicha is an erva, and Vachayiv Biddoi Dosai. And then there's another kind of an ant. Not an ant which is Achois Avicha, but an ant by marriage. The wife of uh, your father's brother. So over there, by an by a, a, a ant, Tayyid also asks as an erva. And maybe I should compare it to there. Ma doidosoi, when it comes to an ant, over there it's only an ant from the father, which the Gemara will soon learn the source from this, and not if it's from the mother, not if, the, the, if it's your father's brother, that it's only a brother because they share the same mother. So afkan, maybe I should say over here, regarding the erva that we're speaking about, which is a chaysavicha, only so we have two different arayas to compare the erva of Achay Savicha to. So who do I compare it to? So the Gemara says, or the Braise continues and says, Nira Let's see to who it's more similar. Donin, maybe there's a swara to say that I compare Isra Bami Elov, Mi Isra Bami Elov. I should compare the erva of Achay Savicha to the erva of your sister because they're both arayas that are there naturally, not through any marriage that you did. So maybe I should compare those two. And you don't compare it to an ant that only became your ant by marriage. That it doesn't come on its own. But then there's another swara to say that I should compare it to an ant. Or maybe I could say as follows. That I compare relative, a relative from your father, to a relative from your father, and we don't learn out from Mamish, your sister, that's a much closer relationship, that's your direct sister, your relation, not through your father, so maybe I should learn from your aunt. So Bikitzer, it's not clear where I would learn it out from, and therefore, regarding this halacha here, which is the erva of achaysa vicha, is that only if it's paternally, or even maternally, if share the same father or the same mother, it's not clear where you learn it out, what the halacha is that. So therefore the Gemara says, Talmud Laimar, that's where we have an extra posik that repeats this again, and says, erva achaysa vicha, loy segale, And it says again, erva achaysa imecha, the erva, the sister of your mother, Loisagale, that's also an extra pasik, and Beimanaav, Beimanaim. So those are the two psukim that are extra, as I mentioned before, Rashi says, because the Torah says this in Parshish Achre, he repeats it again in Parshish Kedoshim, so it's extra you learn out from there. Uh, the Gemara says, regarding this last point here, These two Allahs that we just said, it says it both by a father's sister and by a mother's sister. Why does it have to say it by both? Why can't I learn them out from one another? Amr Abavo, explains, no, I do need to teach it by both. Tzrichi, the Torah has to say it. If would teach me this halacha by a father sister, so then I would say that's more homer. Why? When it comes to a father sister, the chayis, which means the family, the yichus of a person, always goes by the father. When it comes to the family and the yichos, the yichos of a person does not go by his mother. So the relation there is not as close. So over there I would not compare it. Same light, maybe there the Issa does not apply to whether it's On the other hand though, there's a certain more closeness that there is by a sister to your mother. There's a bigger closeness that a person has to his mother than the father. When it comes to a mother, we know we can see clearly, physically, who his mother is, who this child was born from. <coughs> Sorry, when it comes to this erva that's based on the 
fact that it's your father's sister, that's different. Maybe I should say over there that you never know 100% who the father is. It's not something you could 100% determine. So if so, that the relation is not as close. So therefore, tzriche. That's why it has to say both cases for a chais av and for a chais aim, because each one of them has their own chumrah. Now the Gemara goes back to the, a point that was mentioned before, which is regarding an ant. It said before an ant, which is a wife of your father's brother, that the isr is only if it's your father's brother, they, paternally, they share the same father. We said before that the, the ant is only asr if it's mina'av and not mina'aim. How do we know? We know that what's the source for this? Amaravarava says, because asya doi We compare the, the ant that it says here to doi that it says by another pasik. That you will megal the erva of your doida, of your aunt or your uncle. Exiv hasam, and then there's another pasik where it says, and this is speaking about redeeming an eva that got sold to a guy. Oy doidai, oy ben doidai yigaleno. His uncle or his cousin should redeem him. So mala alon av, just like over there, it's talking about your uncle that it's from your father. not your uncle when you share the same mother. So to over here, when it says the Isra of the Erva of Deidasai, it means Mena'av, And the Hasam, you know what? How do we know over there by that Pasuk when it's talking about your uncle redeeming you that it's only your uncle from the, from the father? How do you know that it's Mena'av? Because over there the Pasuk says, Only from your family is the Pasuk speaking about that come to redeem you. Mishpachas Av, Karuya Mishpacha. That the family that is family because of the father, that's called family. Rashi here brings from the Pasik where when Moshe Rabbeinu was counting the Yidin, so the Pasik says, al lebeis avaisam. The Pasik says that the base avaisam, that's what's called family. The mishpacha of the mother regarding this is not considered to be a mishpacha. Okay, so that's the source for this, that the daidasa is only min ha'av.